Welcome to our podcast. We're your hosts, Annie and Mariah. We're unraveling life one conversation at a time, and we'll leave nothing left unsaid. Hey guys. Hello. Episode 12, coming at you live. Well, not live, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, pre recorded. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the beautiful, uh, self loving gift to yourself that is boudoir. 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 <laughs> and it, it could also. Be something that you do for somebody else, but we're going to dive into this topic. We're going to talk about the nitty gritties, the deets, the experiences, the sexy deets, everything, everything. Just because it is relevant right now, Annie and I both just did um, some boudoir shoots. Mm-hmm. There's a boudoir marathon that our photographers are doing coming up, and it's just like very relevant. And I have a friend. Well, some friends that I, like, convinced to sign up for them. So I feel like this could be a very helpful episode for a lot of people because boudoir is terrifying. It is. It is scary. You know, I'm going to be really honest with you. I've never been the type of person that actually gets scared to do this. I don't know why. It's it's a weird thing. I don't know if I was just, like, born with the – the not the not care factor when it comes to this kind of thing but i i really don't find myself being too concerned except for the fact of like who is it that's taking the photos like i've never been concerned about just like putting on a bathing suit or bikini or lingerie or something like i think it's fun and it's playful um and i feel like you almost discover like a different side of yourself so yeah it's hard for me to relate on that aspect but i can totally vouch for other people feeling this way because not only have I done boudoir myself a handful of times, but I've also been the makeup artist at so many boudoir sessions where I encounter firsthand nerves from the client that I'm working with. And so I kind of have a perspective too of like so many women that I've spoken to and they sat in my chair and I've done their makeup where I'm hearing how they're feeling and then I'm kind of there to be like, hey girl, like it's going to be okay. You're going to be beautiful. You're going to rock it. And then 20 minutes later when they go up for their shoot, they're just like, oh my God, that was so much fun. Like I want to do it again. I was going to say that 99% of the people that sit in your chair for boudoir makeup are probably terrified. They're they're horrified. I'm so scared. They've never done it before. They're, you know, teachers, they're nurses, they're moms of four kids they are just like usually doing it for themselves but you know there's so many women that are like valentine's day is coming up let me do it for my husband and uh our anniversary is coming up or like we're getting married so i'm gonna give this to him as a gift like the day of our wedding and everybody's got their own reasonings but everybody has the same thing in common and they're all fucking scared shitless and it's so funny because it's just a funny experience experience with these women but also too like I firsthand will see them sit in my chair I'll start to prep them for makeup and then within five ten minutes they're telling me like why they did it what their plan what their plan is for this whole experience and then you know 15 20 minutes in the makeup application they're just like calm down which is nice because I feel like I'm helping them calm their nerves down and I'm also giving them my experiences too which I think is very relatable for them so um yeah, it's just I was going to say it's probably really comforting. Well, I know that when I first did my <clears throat> when I did my first shoot with you, well, you did my makeup for my first shoot, but I was super nervous, but you did help calm my nerves and I think it comes a lot more natural to you because I feel like you're just like a self-born model performer. Just like don't give any fucks, you know what I mean? You're just like, "Oh, you want to see my ass?" Honestly, if there's one thing my seven-year-old self would be proud of, it's that. Like, real talk. I I don't don't, don't know where it comes from. I mean, like, I guess I do because I performed and danced and did all these things and I was always wearing, like, these outfits and stuff and and whatever throughout, like, my childhood. So it was just, like, fun for me and I just grew up, like, always performing. And I guess that when you're in front of a camera, you're technically performing. 
But yeah, I just, it's really not that serious. Nothing in life is serious. Nothing is fucking serious, okay? <laughs> Nothing serious. <laughs> Nothing is so serious. But it's so important to just like let loose once in a while. And I think a lot of women, especially women, they just feel like, oh, like my body is not ready. My body's not ready. I'm going to work out for a couple of months and then I'm going to like maybe book this photo shoot or eh, maybe next year when I have a full year to like eat healthy or whatever. And my mindset, again, is because I've had so many women in my chair. I think everyone's beautiful. It doesn't matter how big or small you are, what color your hair is, what imperfections you have on your skin, how many stretch marks you have. Like everybody is so beautiful. And I think like just fucking do it because you're going to look at yourself three years from now and you're going to see these photos of you doing this boudoir session and you're going to be like, oh my God, I was so beautiful. Why did I ever think I wasn't? We always think we're not as beautiful in the moment. And then when we look back, even like two weeks from then, we're like, oh my God. And also too, maybe you are a little bit heavier. Maybe you're not at the weight that you want to be. And you can take these photos and then let's say two years later, you're looking back and you still have – like you have those photos to look back on whether you wanted to see yourself in that life back then or not because also too, if you made progress to lose that weight or to change your hair or to whatever, then you have those pictures to look back on. And I think photos are a really beautiful thing. Yeah, definitely because it captures that moment in time and it kind of – you know, echoes back to one of our previous episodes to where you like look at your body at a point in time and you're like, oh, I'm so heavy now. Like I need to, you know, lose some weight or whatever. And then a year goes by and you look at like your time hop and you're like, oh my God, I was small then. Why did I think I was so big then? You know what I mean? But um, I know that I have regrets from waiting a while before I did my first boudoir, I would see it, w- it was like just becoming popular. And I would see these beautiful girls posing. And I'm like, I don't even know how to do that model face. Like, I don't know how to like look and feel sexy. You know what I mean? Like you can sit there and pose in a mirror all day, but then you're just like, meh, like I don't, I don't feel comfortable getting semi-naked in front of a camera and doing this. So I've, I let a couple sessions go by before one day I was just like, you know what? I'm doing it. I don't care what I look like. Pulling the trigger, booked it. And then I, because you booked it, you're like, well, now I have to go. I already like, spent I'm the money on it. I didn't know. I just dropped a hundred dollars, $200, $200. Right. <laughs> Actually, right. it's like, like really some, expensive, but you know, it's an, investment. Yeah. It's, an, it's an investment in yourself. It really is. It is. It is. And I'm so glad like I took that first leap and did my first boudoir session because now I look back on those photos and I'm like, oh my God. I don't know. Some photographers have a way with the camera yeah, they to do. make you feel so beautiful. Even if in that moment, like you're taking the pictures and you're like, oh, I feel awkward. And oh, I got to hide that role. Like the photographers that you and I have worked with, I just, I don't know. Their work is so amazing and yeah. they just have a way of displaying women so beautifully. A great photographer knows how to pose their clients, especially in a light that even if it's not communicated with verbally, I feel like a really great photographer should know and get that vibe of, okay, this I don't think this client want, likes to pose like that. Well, they should really ask you, but if they don't, they should kind of just like get that energy from you where it's like, okay, Maybe she's a little bit insecure about her roles that she's got, even though to the photographer, it's not a big deal, but you don't want that portrayed in a photograph. You know, you don't want to have that Mm -hmm. flip back on, but they place your arm a certain way or they tell you to like lean a little bit more this way to elongate your body. So that kind of diminishes the look of that role. I just think a really great photographer knows how to properly make the client feel comfortable and look beautiful in an image by the way that they um, converse with you throughout the photo shoot. Yeah, I think if you are considering considering doing boudoir, I feel like that's step one. Know your photographer. Get to know your photographer. Mm-hmm. Maybe have a conversation with them to see, like, what they're looking for versus what you're looking for and what you're comfortable with. Because I feel like not every photographer is the same and not every photographer will respect your vision mm-hmm. versus their vision. I know that some people have had not bad experiences, but 
different experiences when it comes to photographers. Yeah. So I'll touch on my actual first experience doing I I guess you could call it boudoir. It really fucking wasn't. I I was just not young and naive and didn't really know. I was just like, yeah, like let's take pictures, sure, whatever. So m- technically my first quote boudoir experience was when I was in college and I was reached out to by this photographer who was also a student. He was building his portfolio. Um I didn't think anything of it because me and my friends were always just so creative like doing videos, doing photos, like writing music, like dancing, all these things and these different genres that all kind of like flew flowed flowed that all kind of (laughs) that all kind of flowed together um I didn't really I didn't question it so and I had known people that knew this guy too and actually too he was like dating a very distant cousin of mine so it like wasn't weird to me so I ended up taking photos with this guy um it started off as like dance photos and then I ended up like he was like hey do you want to just like take lingerie photos and I was like honestly I'm fine with it like I genuinely don't care I feel comfortable with myself like why not so I did I ended up taking like a decent amount of photos it was fun I'm not gonna lie like it was fun very artistic but I Never saw a photo after that other than like three images that he posted onto his Instagram page. I mean, this was years ago, like eight years ago at this point, nine years ago, maybe I feel like. Um, and I just, I, I don't know, like in the moment looking back, I was comfortable. I was open. He was fine. Like nothing was super cringy weird, but as a full ass adult now that's worked with so many photographers and done like so many different things, I know for a fact that it was very unprofessional. Again, he was a student building his portfolio, but I feel like he could have gone way better with it. Um, and again, I didn't get to see all any of the photos. Like I, I probably saw five photos from the whole entire shoot and it was like a two hour photo shoot that we did and it was just my time and usually it's like um, when a photographer is building their portfolio, they should let you have nearly all of the images or they will show you all of the images watermarked a little bit less quality and then they'll be like, hey, I'm going to have you pick maybe like your top 25 depending on how generous they want to be. And then they'll either go through and edit those photos. They'll send you those photos. Like you should be getting a handful of photos. And like I said, I only got around five. So again, I was young and naive and should have known better, but it was an experience and a learning lesson. And now I wouldn't work with this photographer. Like he is very, um, I don't know. To me, it's very cringy. I'm not going to name drop, but um, he is just, he's doing his thing and good for him, but it's not my cup of tea. And I hope that no other models were able to like deal with what I dealt with, which I think that they probably, there's, I'm sure there's been so many women, but um, just be careful who your photographer is. Do your research because it's so important, especially you're in a very vulnerable state. You know, you're not very clothed or even if you are clothed, because just as like a side note, boudoir doesn't have to be naked. You don't have to be in lingerie. Mm -hmm. You can be wearing other things. But um, just the essence of what boudoir is, make sure you research your photographer. There is a photographer out there for everyone. Some people shoot more light and airy. Some people shoot more dark and um, mysterious. Yeah. I'm going to say dirty. (laughs) And moody. And some people shoot really sexual, dirty, raunchy. And you just have to pick the vibe that you want because what you want is out there somewhere. You just have to look in the right places. And – Don't be afraid to like, if you talk to a photographer and you end up feeling like they're not your cup of tea, I know that this might sound really counteractive or like maybe even like a bash in the face to the service provider. But as a makeup artist, if I know that I'm not a good fit for somebody, I'm going to recommend maybe two or three people to the client that I think are a better fit. And as a photographer, they should be doing the same thing. So if they shoot light and airy, but you tell them like, oh, hey, you know, honestly, I want like more of a moody vibe, um, whatever, they should be able to point you in the right direction. So never feel bad about asking for what you want but again make sure you do your research to find the person that is right for you yeah because you can you know if you're not comfortable shooting with someone that shoots all the time and you go with someone like with annie you go with someone like who annie went with where they're trying to build their portfolio just have that discussion beforehand be like hey like how many photos do you think i'm gonna get out of this like just have that open discussion because I feel like 
even if you get family photos done all the time too, or you've never gotten family photos done or just photos in general, you should be getting at least a handful of them in return. You should not be getting like three to five. That is not normal unless it was pre- Disgust. I mean, if it was totally disgust prior, hey, you're getting five images, no more, no less. And I would have been like, okay, fine. I honestly probably still would have done it because that's just the kind of person that I was back in the day. Um, But again, had I had known that and then disclosed that information, that would have been fine. But when you're giving up two hours of your time, and that doesn't include driving to the location, like all that stuff, nearly three hours of your time, and you're getting five images back, and helping somebody build their portfolio and going to different locations because it wasn't like we weren't in, you know, my house or my dorm room, like taking pictures. We weren't in a park. Like we were traveling to like three or four different locations and I didn't have to do that. And I did. And, um, yeah, that's, that's like where I, I should have drew, drew the line when I was that age back then, because it, it just wasn't appropriate. Um, but I think that, as an adult, which most people are having these photo shoots as grown women, um, just just be realistic, have realistic expectations. Also know where you draw the line as far as professionalism goes. And something to touch on very, very quickly, which not a lot of photographers do, like family type of photographers. Um, there's a difference between like print photographers and just your local family wedding type thing. Um, if you're shooting for a wedding, that's a different story because there's always paperwork. But if you are doing a boudoir shoot, um, just be cautious that there could possibly be paperwork that needs to be done. It's basically like a form that the photographer will have. But again, that's mainly for print work. So if somebody is, I don't want to say a higher caliber photographer, I don't, I don't want, I don't mean that in a mean way whatsoever. I just mean, um, like I've worked with photographers that do work specifically for printing them and releasing them for certain um, certain projects. And in that case, you you have to have paperwork. But as far as boudoir goes, some photographers might, some ph- photographers might not. So just keep your mind open for that. You can always ask your photographer, hey, do you need any paperwork? Do you need to sign anything? I feel like nine times out of 10, they're probably going to say no. And that's not, that's not a bad thing at all, but just something to possibly keep in the back of your mind. And permission to to release the photos, like even on yeah. like Instagram or any social media platform. Um, I I typically because the people that I shoot with, it's the same couple of people every now and again. So they're like, "Oh, do I have permission to post all these photos or any of these photos? Are there some photos you don't want?" And we just have a quick verbal discussion about it, and they're very respectful of that. Yep. Um, but if you are not comfortable with just having that verbal discussion, you could be like, hey, could we just like type something up really quick where I'm like, I can just pick which photos I want to choose or I want released or no, I don't want any photos released. They're okay with it. They just check with you first. So um, I guess that, that's also a thing. I know it, that's I know that's not paperwork, but that does fall underneath the same category as paperwork because there you need consent. You need to give consent to these photographers to even release your images because I know I hate so many women who I've sat and done their makeup for and I've never seen their boudoir photos because they mm-hmm. work as a police officer or they work as a school teacher or they work as, um, I don't know, just something in the legal realm. And you, you really can't have those photos like out for the public to see. So I get that. Um, so yeah, I would say that that kind of falls under paperwork. You totally need to have consent and give consent to your photographer to be able to even post those photos. But again, if they're a great photographer, they're going to ask you that before you can even think about the question. Yeah, and if they don't, definitely ask. You know, don't don't hesitate to ask. I mean, they're your photos. You are paying them for them. And I feel like every photographer I've ever worked with, like, they've always been very respectful of that. You know, they shoot so many people that they can, they have other content to post. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, Mariah, when you did your boudoir shoot, what was the reasoning that you did it? When was it and why did you do it? I did my first boudoir shoot, I think it was like three or four years ago. Um, I was getting very down. I've always had body image issues. If, if, if you guys have listened to previous episodes, body image body dysmorphia. And um, I don't know, like I said earlier, I just kept pushing it and pushing it. 
And then one day I was just like, you know what? Screw it. Because I want to be able to take the pictures now and then show my grandkids or something and be like, look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, grandma looked like this. Or, I can't you know, wait to show Luca my, my fucking photos. People are probably thinking <laughs> this, like, here, show Luca your nipples. Like, what did you think he ate off of for the first year of his life? Like, first of all, <laughs> nipples are nothing to be ashamed of. And I want my children to be like, oh, my God, look at my mom. Like, she was so badass. Like, I want to be badass, too. You know? Yeah. Like, I would love my kids to, like, show off a photo of me and be like, look at how badass my mom was. Yeah. I love that. Um, so I, I saw – I kept seeing a lot of that um, mindset stuff and body positivity on, like, Instagram and things like that. And I was like, you know what? You're so right. I'm going to do it now because I'm not going to look like this next year. I'm not going to look like this in probably six months. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, totally. And it, it was just a conversation that I had to have with myself. And, too, when I did it, it was towards the beginning of the year, and I made it one of my goals for the year was to conquer something that I was afraid of. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I was afraid to pose with less clothing on because I wasn't fully nude. I, I had some pretty cover-up lingerie it's so funny though Um, because me like looking back at that time obviously I followed you and like was friends with you back then um but I like you've taken so many shoots where you have like a bra on and your stomach's out or it's like a little bit more risque and Mm -hmm. as somebody looking at that you would never know right I would I mean if you were to talk to me on that day or interview me that day I was fucking terrified I had like the cold sweats in my pits, I had to keep like, you know, airing it out. And then I was like awkward and my photographer was just like, you're doing great. And she would show me photos in between. She'd be like, oh my God, look at how amazing you look. And it that gives you that confidence boost. You're like, okay, like, yeah, I can do this. I can, I can look like the other people that, you know, do this all the time and it looked good, you know? So the day of your shoot, you said you were having cold sweats. You were super nervous. Oh, God, yeah. Even while I was shooting. Yeah. Like, until I got into the car and I laughed, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just said that. It's like a high you don't know that you need. Yeah. It's fun, though, and I think that everybody should do it. I think men and women should do it. It is so empowering to to you, and just to see yourself in that, like, sexy light, I'm trying to think of – Okay, so actually, I'm going to rewind a little bit. So I did that, you know, whatever the fuck it was back in college. And then I actually did my first, like, boudoir photo shoot when I was in Germany. And I that's where I had started doing makeup as a boudoir makeup artist. And my friend Angela, who I'm going to name drop because she's fucking amazing. She's based out of Brooklyn now. Um, her business is called Bad Babes Boudoir. Uh, she had her own separate business in Germany where her and I lived like right next door to each other basically. And I would do makeup for her shoots. And one day she kind of like gifted me, um, a little photo shoot that I did and it was fun. But my very first boudoir shoot, I didn't have lingerie on. I had sweatpants and a lacy bra. And then I also wore my significant other's boxers and just like one of my own t-shirts. So I had done that and it was fun. Like it was playful, whatever. Very, very casual. So I don't want anyone to think that boudoir has to be straight up nudes, porn. Like it's none of that. It doesn't, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. And um, then my second shoot that I ever did boudoir was back uh, in New York when I was doing makeup here. And I ended up taking just a few photos because I was pregnant and I just wanted to kind of like have my belly as a memory. And I took photos and the photographer was amazing. And um, those photos, I literally will, I still cherish them. They are some of my favorite images of myself because I felt so beautiful carrying my son. And it's just such an amazing thing to see what your body can do. So the third time, people are probably like, oh my God, this fucking bitch. Like how many shoots did she do? (laughs) So this third time that I did a boudoir photo shoot, I wouldn't even really consider it boudoir because it was legitimately like five photos were snapped and that was it. I just wanted to have the same outfit on that I'd had on when I was pregnant in the same spot when I wasn't pregnant, like postpartum. And I snapped, I had a couple photos snapped, same location, like like I said, same exact outfit. The outfit was like a little bit more loose on my body because I didn't have a belly and it was more cheeky on my butt. So you could see my stretch marks. They were pretty prominent. And um, as much as I hated my stretch marks, 
and I still have a love-hate with them right now, I am so glad that I have those photos because it's just so fucking cool to be like, oh my god, I was in that spot holding my child in my belly, cooking them up, and then exactly a year later, I retook those photos in that exact same spot and in the exact same outfit. And it's just such an amazing thing to just see how your body changes and to see how you also change too. Like my hair was different. I felt like my face looked a little bit different. It was just a cool experience. And then um, I think it was last year, 2021. Yeah, I had to have been. Um, I took Pudor photos again with a different photographer this time. And it was so much fun. Like it was so exciting. Um, Alex and I were just dating like a couple of months and nothing was like serious. Like it was just like the talking phase. And, but we were together for a couple of months and I had this boudoir shoot scheduled. I like missed work because of it. And I told Alex, he was like all for it, which I didn't need his approval. Like it was done. It was going to happen either way. I was just like talking about it. And he was like, oh my God, like that's awesome. Like good for you. And I was like, do you want to come with me? Like, do you want to come with? And he was like, uh, yeah, like I'm going to come with you. So (laughs) he came with me. He met the photographer. The shoot was like a mini session. So I think it was like 35 minutes. Um, it was so much fun. He and I ended up taking boudoir photos together and they're so silly to look back on because if anyone's listening to this, if anyone's photos, if anyone is listening to this and you know the history of my relationship with Alex, um, it's just, it's fucking hysterical. Alex and I will talk to one another and be like, we barely knew each other. And we did this boudoir shoot and it's like fucking, I don't even know, two years later, a year later, whatever at this point. And it's just hilarious to look back on. And whether I knew in my mind, whether or not him and I were going to be together, these photos were going to just be so memorable. And it was just something that actually like him and I could share together. Like I didn't do it for him. I did it for myself, but like he benefited from it too because he ended up getting yeah. in a few photos. It's so funny. I remember when the photographer posted the photos of us, people were like, what the, like, you, what? Like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? It's just, it was so funny to look back on. So that was another photo shoot that I did that I just was, I just loved it. It was such a fun experience. And the most recent one that I did was a couple of weeks ago and I did a shower shoot and the photographer and I were friends, like we collaborated and it was so much fun. My fucking nipples are like all over the internet. Um, <laughs> just, it's, it's just so much fun. And like I, for that photo shoot, I had a bodysuit on and then I also wore denim and then I was topless, but my boobs were covered. Like I had pompous grass over my boobs. And then in the shower, I wore Alex's wife. I don't like the word wife beater, but, um, or the term wife beater, but I wore Alex's like tank top and I cut it and that was the top that I had on. And then I had a pair of bikini bottoms on and then, um, just like my hair was curled or whatever. So there's so many different ways to portray boudoir. You could literally be wearing your husband's sweatpants and a lacy bra. You could be wearing your fiance's boxers and nothing on top. You could be wearing your own pair of denim and maybe a pair of high heels. Like That's so sexy to me. Or you could be wearing your boyfriend's like cut up tank top and bikini bottoms. Like there's just the, the options are endless I think the really cool thing about boudoir is that it's 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 tasteful. It's tasteful. It's modest. It's classy when it's done right. And um, it can be portrayed as whatever you want it to be. Like you don't have to – again, you don't have to be naked. You don't have to be wearing a certain outfit. Nobody says you have to wear a full-blown lingerie set. You can wear whatever you want. And I think that as long as you feel good in it, that's what's important. As long as you feel good in it. Because if I am being honest, the, the most recent one I did – where I was in the shower, I actually was like at my lowest as far as my body image was going. Like I've been having a really tough time lately with my body and I don't I don't know why. Like I don't know where it's coming from, what, why it's happening, but I've been struggling really bad with body dysmorphia to the point where I'm like, I will just wear sweatpants and a baggy t-shirt because I don't even want to look at myself. Out of all the photo shoots that I've taken, that one was my favorite. And that was like the one shoot that I was just thinking in my head, I should I should cancel because I don't feel that I look good, that my hair is doing what I want it to do. Like I've gained a little bit of weight and I just feel like I don't look like myself. And mm-hmm. had I canceled it, I wouldn't have gotten 
those images that are, again, literally my favorite photos I've ever taken of myself. They are so good. I feel like, too, when we go to post um, the Instagram feed for this episode, maybe we can show you guys our outfits, what we wore, some of the photos, some of the results of these photos. Because I feel like as you do them, the more comfortable you get. A hundred percent. Like (laughs) my most recent boudoir shoot I did with um, a photographer that I was familiar with, but I had never worked with her before. And I felt so comfortable when I got there. Um, It was in her house and she like opened the windows and I was (laughs) literally like naked with my sausage nipples just hanging out. My pregnant sausage nipples and her neighbors right next door. And, you know, I was like, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like nipples are nipples. It's like an elbow to me. I don't even care. But like the more you do them, the more confident you get. And I just, they are so fun. Like Annie said, like the first one's terrifying, but after you're just like, holy shit, that was so much fun. It's so fun and then so freeing. And then you see the result of it and you're like, okay, I want to do this so many times over. Like anytime there's an opportunity, I want to do it. Like I've shot outside naked. Mm-hmm. I did do that. I did. Oh my God. Boudoir. We did our, our, um, our spooky boudoir together. Oh, oh my God. We haven't even boudoir. talked about that. I totally forgot about that. We shot together. We yes. shot together, How Brian. That's the other thing, too. You don't have to shoot alone. You can either, like, Annie shot with Alex, but we did a friend shoot. It was so fun. It was fucking oh God, it was freezing so outside. It was so cold. So, like, trying to get your face to relax and, like, do that moody. Oh, my God. It was amazing. We can show those photos, we'll too. We'll have to do, like, I'll, I'll have to do, like, a carousel post where we do, like, one of each boudoir shoot that we've done. Yeah. That way everyone can see. Because, like, I know that I'm wearing totally different shit in every single photo. Every single one. So if you need, you know, if you're thinking about doing a boudoir shoot and you want some inspiration or you're looking for outfit inspo, we can at least pull from what we've done and put it on our feed. And if you guys want to scroll through it, great. It's there for you to look back on. Um, But, yeah, you don't have to do a boudoir shoot alone. You don't have to do it alone. And honestly, that was one of my favorite shoots. It was so freaking fun, even though we were freezing our asses Dude, off. The coldest. We just we had this like vision, and it came through so good. We were like, "Oh, we need to do more of these. You, you have to do more of them, just with your friends. I mean, it's it's fun alone, but it's so much fun with your friends. You literally or don't even have if you to, do, to do, do like sisters or yeah. I think it's so fun. It's fun, too, because when you have a second person there, it's playful. You can feed off of each other. It's not – and a boudoir shoot does not have to be so serious where it's, like, model pose, like, sucking in, like, like contorting your body to do crazy things. Like, honestly, a boudoir pose or a boudoir photo shoot should be, like, your most authentic, your most natural, your most vulnerable. So Mm -hmm. I – I, in a motherfucking heartbeat, would do 800 boudoir shoots with Alex because it was just so natural. It was so fun. We were laughing. Like, it was just playful. It was amazing. And I would also do 100 boudoir shoots with you because it was just so fun, so playful. You have somebody you know that makes you comfortable that's there because a lot of times you go into – and. um Side note, sometimes photographers charge a little bit extra if it's double people in the session, so just be cautious of that. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure you speak with your photographer prior to this if you want to shoot two people at once. But I just remember like being at that photo shoot with you. We were literally in the fucking woods. It was so cold outside, you guys. Like it was it's so, so I, my like nipples are hard snowing. thinking about it. I am yeah. so cold thinking about it. I had a lacy bra on high-waisted black denim flared pants. It was a very, like, October spooky, moody as fuck boudoir session. It was so yeah. fun. And um, Mariah, I think you had on one, like, a skirt, boot. I had a skirt, high-knee boots, and then, um, like, a onesie lingerie piece. So, like, Bodice it was – yeah, like, it was boudoir because technically it was sexy, but we were very – well, like, we were fully clothed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, and we both had hats on. Like, it was very just playful. It was so fun. Um, But, yeah, I think everybody should do a boudoir photo shoot. I don't think you can ever have enough of them because your your body is always changing. And having it to look back on, I think, is just, like, the most precious thing. Like, I I wish I had photos of my mom doing these when she was younger or something along the lines of this. And – um. I think there's a handful of people – there's actually a lot of people, I think, out there that look at 
other people that do these kind of things and they're just like, oh, like, mm, she needs to stop showing off her body. Like, she needs to put her tits away. She needs to put this away. But I also think that that stems from a place of insecurity in those type of people that are saying and commenting those negative things. So if you have people like that in your life that are more negative about the conversation, don't talk to them about it. Like, they don't, you don't need their approval for it. And that's on them for feeling the way that they do. And most of the time in the back of their head, they're probably wishing that they had the type of confidence to quote unquote pull off this type of photo shoot when in reality, everybody can pull it off. You just have to bite the bullet and just book the photo shoot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say because I know everyone can look at Annie and I and well, pre-pregnancy but you can look at annie and i and see our boudoir shoot and think okay yeah these two skinny little bitches obviously they're gonna look good doing whatever but that doesn't mean we feel that way you know what i mean like when i did my first boudoir shoot i was like oh i have no ass like this that the other thing like you pick apart your own body and then you see the girls that are like curvier and more full and you're like wow that is freaking beautiful like i wish i looked like that so it, it goes hand in hand i feel like that's why I pressured my best friend to just freaking book the shoot because she kept saying, well, I'm going to wait to lose 10 more pounds, so I'll do the next session. The next session came around. No, I'm going to wait because I'm gotta. i going to lose like more weight or I want to do this or I want my hair longer, whatever. And this time she was debating whether or not to do it. And I said, do it. Book it. Pay for it. It's done. Then you have to do it. And I was like, there's never a right time to do it. I oh, oh, let me pull back on that. Cause like every time's a right time to do it. Like just because you think you're it's not the right time, it definitely is the right time. Just fucking do it. It's yeah. only you, like nobody else thinks that. And I told her too, and I said, you know what? You're gonna take these photos and let's say you want to do another boudoir session next year and you actually lose all the weight that you've been like wanting to lose. And then you take photos again, you're like, holy shit, like, I'm so glad I captured my body then, and I can compare it to now. And then you feel like your confidence grows, and You know what I also think about, too, is I I personally have no idea if I will ever have children again, or if I'll have a daughter, or whatever that is, whatever the case may be, but it doesn't even matter, because just having a son, it still still applies. It applies to both men and women, but I would love to show my daughter of a photo album of me being like, hey, this was me when I was at my heaviest weight and I still did something that scared me. Hey, this was me when I was like in my prime and I did something that scares me. And I was pregnant and I did something that scares me and so on and so forth. And being able to have that to show your child, again, I'm going to show my my son. I don't care if he's a boy. He's going to know that mommy did things that she wasn't fully comfortable with. Or maybe mommy was like so comfortable with it. And that's inspiring to your children to be able to be like, wow, my mom just like gave no fucks. And I want to emulate those characteristics of my mother, you know, or whoever it is. But I just think – and I'm not saying that you have to like have kids or want kids to feel this way. I just think it puts it in perspective, you know, down the road if you ever have children. It could be your niece and nephew too. It could be somebody else's kids, your best friend's kids, and they can feed off of that confidence that you had back in the day. Or maybe you weren't fully confident, but you portrayed it like you were. And then you develop this sense of self-worth and they see that, like kids see that. So I don't know. I just always think too about like, I'm doing it for a selfish reason in the moment, but honestly, in the long run, I think it's also going to benefit the children in my life. I don't know if that sounds crazy or if that makes any sense. But Yeah, no, definitely. Because that applies too for like even just in the current present day. So like if you see someone that's curvier and they get these sexy boudoir photos and they're so tasteful and they're just so beautiful and they see that, they're like, oh, I kind of look like her. If she can do that, I can do that too. So let me do that. So it works for the present time too because that's also how I convinced my friend to do it because she was like, oh, my body is just not like that kind of body. And I sent her um, some examples of other girls that were kind of around the same like body type as her and they were like literally naked or just wearing like, you know, bare minimum. And she was like, holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can do this. 
I can do this and I will do this and they look great and I'll look great doing it. And it's just a, it's a big confidence boost when you see someone that looks like you doing something that you're completely terrified of. And then you're like, okay, I can do this. And then you do it. And then the end result is just amazing. And then you want to, you want to keep doing it. Yeah. And also too, like at the end of the day, when you're scared about doing a boudoir photo shoot, or even if, you know, you're taking family photos or something and you just don't like being in front of the camera, it all that matters is how that you how you pose. The pose is going to make you look good. A certain pose is going to make you look good. And a great photographer, again, I'm gonna repeat myself, a great photographer knows how to pose their client and show them off in the best way possible. So do it pregnant, do it skinny, do it the heaviest you've been, do it the least confident that you've been. I, I personally, even though I know that I said it at the very beginning that I've never been one to like be shameful of my body, that doesn't mean that I haven't had so many times where I've dealt with body dysmorphia because I have, and I'm still going through it right now as I record this episode. But I think either way, whether you're going through a hard time or an easy time with your body image, do it because you're not going, you're never going to regret doing it. That's the thing is you're not going to regret doing it. You're always going to have it to look back on. You're only going to regret not doing it and letting that time pass you by. Yeah, that's exactly why I ended up doing a maternity boudoir, which you don't see as often, I feel like. I feel like now it's becoming a little bit more popular because people are willing to do it. It's so beautiful. I like when I, you actually inspired me to do a maternity boudoir because I remember your photos when you were pregnant and I was like you know what I think that's such an amazing way to capture that moment in time because honestly like even though this is like the biggest I've ever been this is the most like confident and like beautiful and like I just don't care what my body looks like this this time for me for someone that has dealt with body dysmorphia for so long like for me to not care and I was like fuck it like I'm just gonna book a shoot and I've I've only seen previews of the photos from that shoot I haven't gotten my full gallery yet but I am obsessed with them they look so good and I'm just like so happy like even though I was sitting there I was like try not to get so much of my sausage nipples and she's like no it's great then I was like oh my belly feels like super big and she's like no like arch your back a little bit and do this like she helped me with the poses and then when I saw them while I was shooting with her, I was like, okay, yeah. Okay, mom. Get a big mama. You know what I mean? Like just hyping myself up. And you and took your you took your photos what like a couple weeks ago? Two weeks ago? Yeah, a little over a week and a half. And I love that because you're you're not super close to your due date, but you're like a month away. A little bit over a month away. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so amazing. Like I think I took my uh pregnancy photos when I Oh, God. In January of 2019, and I was due in April, so whatever. You do the math. I can't figure it out. But um, I was not that far along, and I the only regret I have is I wish that I took a couple more photos when I was a little bit closer to my due date just to have that progression Mm -hmm. Um, because I had, like, gender reveal photos taken when I was um, a few months pregnant, and then I had those boudoir photos taken a couple more months pregnant, and then I just didn't really have any, like, good quality professional photos closer to my due date. And again, you only regret the shit that you don't fucking do. Because mm-hmm. like you said, you never know if you're going to be pregnant again. Yeah. And that's, that is the number one reason why I took those photos. Because in my mind, when I was pregnant, I knew how fortunate I was to be pregnant and carry a child. And I had always wanted to do that. And I told myself that I was going to embrace every single moment of being pregnant. And I 100 million percent, I feel like I did. And I don't regret anything that I did when I was pregnant. Um especially not that boudoir photo shoot because I had told myself like I might never be pregnant again. Maybe I'm not fortunate enough to carry another child. I need these photos to commemorate this incredible experience in my life that I was able to have carrying Luca. Yeah, absolutely. And now you have those photos for life. It's just amazing. You know, even though you didn't get it at the time that you wanted to, you still got them at some right. point. And yeah, totally. You still have it. I don't know. I think it's amazing. I feel like photographing your body and capturing that moment in time, like, you're never going to look like that again. You know what I mean? Like, no, like, even if, like Annie said, if we're fortunate enough to get pregnant again, every pregnancy is different. Your body's going to be different on the next round or just you age and you could get an injury and, like, lose a limb or something. You know what I mean? So Exactly. Like, just 
just do it. Just bite the bullet. Just do it. If you're worried about being vulnerable, like I promise you it's going to be okay. You're going to be vulnerable a million more times in your life. Like just fucking do it now. Like conquer the fear now. Like start going now. Do it Mm -hmm. this very moment. If you are worried about it being too expensive, I understand that it's a lot. Hair, makeup, your nails, maybe a spray tan, maybe a wax, whatever. Like I understand all of those things, but really, truly think of it as an investment in yourself. You don't have to be a crazy fucking psychopathic bitch like me and get photos taken like 85 times a year, (laughs) but you can have them taken once a year. And if you're paying $500 for everything, like we'll say the photo shoot's 300 and then we'll say that the whole experience is five because you're getting your hair and your makeup and all the other extra things done. You're investing in yourself and these are photos that you're going to have for so, so long. And again, you're the only one. You and the photographer can be the only ones that ever see these photos. You don't ever have to post them anywhere. You don't ever have to show anyone. You can just have them for yourself. So just because you're taking the photos does not mean the whole world has to know that you took the photos too. So that's also something something to keep in mind. So I say do it. Do it. Honestly, like booking my first boudoir session was probably one of the best things I could have done. And then like any opportunity that there is to do boudoir now, I'm like, oh, me. Like, I know. I get FOMO. Me. I'm like, wait, I can't do it. Like, I can't do it. I won't be in town. And then I'm like, okay, Annie, like you actually don't have to spend this much money. Like you already did. Like you already <laughs> did. I need to like cap it because it's just so – I love photos. I think photos are just such an incredible thing. Like I remember growing up and my mom and dad had these buckets of photos, like these huge uh-huh. bins in their closet and they would like pull them out and there would be like shoe boxes inside of these bu- these bins, like a shoe box of photos from like the 60s, the 70s, all this stuff. And even though, you know, I wasn't boudoir, I just remember being like, this is so fucking cool having all these photos to look back on and like – pictures taken in one spot that I now go to as a young adult and whatever. And I want my children to have that same experience. And that includes boudoir photos. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. I just, I just highly, highly, highly recommend. And like we said before, we'll share some of our um, outfits that we've done. Um, because like Annie said, it doesn't have to be naked. It doesn't have to be brawn underwear. You can literally wear like your boyfriend's t-shirt and you know some cheeky underwear like it literally can be so simple as that yeah we'll make but, a post of all of the different outfits because now i need to go find my boudoir photos from when i was in germany because they're so i was so young i was so young and it's so crazy like thinking about the most recent shoot i did versus that one like i was a baby back then like pre luca pre everything now I have to go find them because I'm going to do like a carousel post of like one photo from each of our sessions that you and I have both done. She's great too. I ended up following that photographer that you worked with in Germany and I, I still follow her now and she's amazing. And that's the other thing too. As long as we get permission from our photographers, we will tag them. That way you guys know that they're a reputable photographer. Um, you can feel comfortable to ask them questions and get all the answers that you need. And then you just know that, you know, you're in good hands while you're doing these photos. So we can tag our photographers. We'll show you our outfits. Um, Maybe we'll put on our stories, like, our tips, like, do's and don'ts. And Yeah, I'll put a couple Instagram stories up. I'll even do a poll asking, like, have you ever done a boudoir photo shoot? Like, would you ever do a boudoir photo shoot? That way it's interactive and you guys can answer and we can get to know you a little bit better and see how much you can relate to this episode and all of that. So it's going to be, yeah, we'll put up a couple things. That way you guys can interact with it. And as always, you can always DM us for any questions, how to feel confident, how to, where did, where did we get our outfits, um, where we got our inspo from, um, things like that. Or if you want us to come with you and hype you up, we are always oh, here. Oh, girl, you know that the two of us will be there in a motherfucking heartbeat. Imagine, imagine us recording a podcast during someone's boudoir session. If any of our photographer friends are up for that, we are down. We will set up the whole shebang. I will record this podcast and do makeup simultaneously (laughs) on people. I was going to say, because I sometimes when I work with photographers, like the behind the scenes is so fucking funny. You guys have no idea like the conversations that go behind doing the shoots. I've always said like, 
Oh my God, next time I take photos, even if it's just like Christmas photos, I need to make a TikTok out of the behind the scenes because they're so fucking funny. And it's just a fun time. It's so amazing. So yeah, if you guys, oh my God, maybe we got to find a photographer. And if anyone wants us there for your shoot and this all works out, we should just, oh my God, you guys, we are the ultimate hype people. I am trying to imagine the chaos that is going to be we could literally be like, okay, so this bitch is doing this hot-ass pose. She's laying on her back. Arch arch that back, girl. Arch that back. Yes, queen. <laughs> yes. Flip that hair over. Because when Annie and I shoot with each other, we're like, bitch, that's the look. Literally can't stop <laughs> laughing the whole time. The photographer's like, all right, bitches, like, let's fucking figure it out. Like, shut up for a second because we need some, like, good photos here. So good. So, yeah, if anyone's up for that, let us know because we would love to do a whole collab. We can do Annie Ross Aesthetics, NLU Podcast, mm-hmm. whatever photographer, promote some body positivity and boudoir. Oh, my God. That would be such an amazing I time. sense a collaboration coming in the future by who's going to mm. collaborate with us. Time will tell. <laughs> that would be so much fun. That would be honestly the best time. The best time. So moral of the episode. Do the fucking shoot. Take the photos. Book it. You're never going to regret taking the photos. You're never going to regret. I'm going to say it one more time. You are never going to regret taking the photos. All together now. Did we get that? You will never regret taking the photos. Always, always. Always a little jingle jangle at the end of an episode. <laughs> you gotta have something. We should be um, like radio jingle jangle creators. Oh my god, is this our? Are we gonna become radio talk show hosts? <laughs> yeah. Brew ads for people. It's brew on the radio. <laughs> Please tell me you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> no, it's the guy on TikTok. Anna, what's her last name? Like Anna Cesar. Her yeah. boyfriend is Brew. He's the radio talk show host. Oh. You'll like you'll hear him on the radio here sometimes because I think it's like a Ryan Seacrest situation. Oh yes, yes, yes. Anyways. That, that could be us. <laughs> that could be us. <laughs> what song is that? That should be me. Oh Justin Bieber. It was oh, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we're on the topic of Justin Bieber now. What the fuck? Uh, Anyways. Um Do the uh, shoot. Where? You don't have to be naked. Be careful who your photographer is. Always do your research. Uh, and if you need hype women, we're your gals. We're your motherfucking gals. We're here for you. <laughs> All right, guys. Book that shoot, baby. We'll see you next week. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We appreciate your support. We would love for you to leave us a review on the platform that you're tuning in on. New episodes air every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. For more up-to-date info, follow along with us on Instagram at nlu.podcast.